Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Alex Brosk is, uh, of course, part of uh, SEN, of course, the global game, Paramount Plus, former Sydney FC captain, a former soccer and He's got his teeth right into this, and we're having a FIFA World Cup update. Thanks to Kraken, they trade crypto with one of the world's most secure exchanges. Get in the game, Kraken.com, broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup, Qatar 2022. Alex, I can imagine you're incredibly excited. We'll start with 32, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, look, it's um, it's an exciting time. Obviously, the World Cup rolls around once every four years. It is at a different time than what it normally is. So there's been a lot of um, yeah unique circumstances surrounding this World Cup. Uh, but it's finally here. It starts on on Sunday night. Um, and yeah, like like I said, very very excited that it's finally getting underway. Okay, just the the obvious question, the easy hit out of the park, Alex, a man who who loves his Australian team, loves the Socceroos format and the like. What's your expectation for us? Getting into the thirty two is good. How far into the tournament can we go from here? Look, with the group that we have, and look, realistically, once you get to this stage, there is no easy group. But there are some teams that have, you know, a bit more favourable draws than others. I think with, when you've got the likes of France, and, and we like to, you know, pump up the the, to- the turmoil that always follows that French team, the injuries they have, but they are still France. They do still have some of the best, um, most highly paid players in the world, and, and I think they're going to get through quite comfortably. And then Denmark, who's another uh, country that people are tipping to go, uh, you know, pretty far and deep into the tournament. So, look, I do think that those two will get out of our out of our group um, at our expense and Tunisia's. But look, my expectation is um, with what you know I'm hearing from Arnie and the style of play that he wants is that at least we, you know, we, we will go, we will put on a show, we won't be, you know letting these teams run all over us. Um, and that's all I want to see. I want us to put in good performances. I think with the squad that we have at the moment, it is there's a couple of young players that have just made moves overseas into Europe. And I, I feel like a, this experience plus another four years of, of maturity for them in Europe will be much in a much better position in four years' time. So I just want to see us play good football, take a few points, surprise a few people if we can, and that's about it. Uh, now, Alex, I myself love a roughie. I'm not a big favourites guy. Like I don't really care too much about Brazil. Don't give me a Spain, Germany. Uh, I'm looking for a roughie in the field. I mean, who, in your opinion, your expert opinion, much more expert than mine, who can surprise someone? Who can be that real roughie that if I'm going to go at odds, I, uh, I can a little put a little bit on? Oh, okay. Well, that would count out Argentina as well, who I think is going to win it. Um, oh, hello. Okay, okay. A, a roughie. Um, you know what? People aren't really talking about Belgium, and and I, and they've got a you know a golden generation that they had, which is very much aging at the moment. But I, I don't know. There's something about them that just has. There's still a lot of quality, and they may not even get out of the group. And I look like a bit of a fool even saying this, but I, I, I do think 
I don't know. There's still a lot of quality in that team. Nobody's talking about them. It just could suit them, I think. Well, if no one's talking about them, I'm on them. Thank you very much. <laughs> they've been, very the, dark, they've been the dark horse for the last four World Cups, Belgium. <laughs> well, exactly right. Exactly right. You'd think at some point they, uh, they'll they line up. I don't know. <laughs> now, Alex, um, Dean Margetts here. I used to be a, um, a former AFL umpire, so I'm massive into the, uh, the Australian rules football, but have a huge respect for the skill set of the soccer player. I've drawn Argentina and Portugal in my work sweep. Am I in good hands with those two teams, do you think? Well, when you've got Ronaldo and Messi in both of those teams, then you're, you're in very good hands. Look, I, I think there's a, there's a fairy tale that seems to be brewing as well. This is gonna, definitely going to be both of their last uh, World Cups. Um, you know, the, uh, people are predicting potentially. I haven't really looked at the draw, but they could meet in the final. And I think it would just uh, it, it'd be phenomenal to have two of our greatest ever players in, in the, the game's history meeting in a final. Neither of them has won a World Cup, um, you know, to stake their claim as, as to who's the greatest out of them two. Mate, I think you're in great hands there with, with having one of them. Thanks, Alex. Good to hear. Yes, Sir Ronaldo's <laughs> last World Cup has been confirmed, and hasn't he been in the news mm. a little bit later? Just in general terms of, of the event itself and Qatar and the heat and everything like that, it's just going to be, it's almost going to be a, a battle of attrition, is it not? Oh, it's going to be difficult. Look, at this time of the year, to be fair, it's it's not the worst. And I know they've got the air-conditioned stadiums as well. So, look, I think the fact that they moved it, um, mm. look, it should never have been played there in the first time, in the first place. You know, it should never have been given to Qatar, given everything that we've seen. There's players that are, that are you know, have been injured only this week uh, in their leagues because of how close the leagues had to finish uh, leading into the World Cup. And they're missing out on a World Cup. So... The whole thing for me is a bit of a farce, but it is what it is. They moved it to a time that at least is not just for the players, because like I said, they're playing in an air-conditioned stadium. They won't notice the heat at all. But but, but just the general people getting to and from stadiums, you know, in buses, in, you know, walking, um, all of that. I think now is a good time of the year where it won't be too bad, but Look, the training, everything, players are definitely, um, it'll be different. I mean, the players, even, even training at the moment is over, over 30 degrees every day during the day. And if they're training during the days, it's, it's not going to be easy for them. It'll definitely be a test, something different. But look, players adapt, people adapt, and, and they'll, be, uh, they'll be fine. It'll still be an exciting World Cup. Now, uh, Alex, speaking of players, uh, if I'm, I'm a big – I love getting up. I love watching our Australian team play. I'm not a massive soccer guy, much like Dean, but I will very much get up and support the Aussies. Uh, in terms of our Socceroos, who are some players to look out for for me? Uh, well, there's one name that everybody uh, is talking about, and that's uh, young Garang Kual. He's um, he hasn't started a game in in the A League yet. He's only played about you know 12 to 15 games in his career. Yet he's at a World Cup. He's got to move to Newcastle United. He played against Barcelona only a couple months ago, and and was crazy good off the bench. He came on, sparked the team, um, and every time he's come on the Mariners this year, he's done exactly that. So for me, he's the kid to watch. I mean, we're all talking about him. Every time he comes on, he knows the hype. He doesn't care about it. He just goes out and does what he's got to do. And uh, he's genuinely, genuinely exciting. I mean, I don't think the country has been this excited about a young kid since, you know, probably Harry Kuehl and, and Tim Cahill. So without putting too much uh, pressure on the on, on the kids. Um, he's the one to get up and watch because he's, he's really exciting. There you go. I'll be looking forward to that. 
Alex, question without notice. I'm a big fan of the officials, the referees. Um, could you maybe give us an insight <laughs> as to how the referees are selected? Does each country provide one, like the best one, and they all come together and they sort of basically referee to their best of their ability and they pick the finals? How does it work? Do you know? I'm curious. No, 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 I don't. Look, I do think, um, yeah, I, don't, I, I know that they do like to have every country uh, represented, uh, as in that's participating in the World Cup. And I'd say just in general, they look out for, like any player, like any coach, they look for the best in the world, you know. So they, they sort of scout, they keep an eye on referees around the world, and then they're generally the best ones. I mean, this is the biggest tournament. There's a lot of pressure on it. Sure. Um, and like I said, like you want the best players there, you want the best that's referees. Right. But in terms of actually selecting, I'm not sure how they... How they go about that. All right, last one for you. Who wins it? Straight off the top, straight off your head. Just give me the winner. We just want to know and we'll hang it on you. Uh, it says 32 <laughs> right now. We just need who your winner is, Alex. Easy, Argentina. That's who I'm going. The Global Game, Paramount Plus, former Sydney FC captain, Soccer Roo, and he's here for Kraken Trade Crypto with one of the world's most secure exchanges. Get in the game with Kraken.com, broadcast partner of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup. Qatar. You'll hear all the games on the SEN network. Appreciate your time, mate, and may the, be, no may, the, may the best team win, and that be Australia. Absolutely. Good on Thanks, you. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Hear him laugh then? I said, yeah. Australia sort of got a little chuckle there. Or Belgium at 20 bucks. I'm yeah, right. Hey, I'm going to go to the break. After 7 o'clock, we are going to continue the chat in regards to the World Cup. Uh, Gus Hulley's going to join us. He's a footy fan. He's got a beer from every country playing in the World Cup. We've got a number of texts coming in. Um, Trent from Currambine says uh, what he chose, he should have gone the Bush Chook or the <laughs> VB. Yep, I agree. Uh, Dino says, this is from Adam Flog Guy. Now, Flog Guy is, walks a fine line with mm. the network. Um, he's quite an aggressive texter. Mm. He says, it's got to be emus brewed on the greatest land in the world. Thanks for the Footy Dino. So he thinks he's won the prize. He thinks already. he's won it. Okay. So that's Flog Guy. Have we have we banned Flog Guy at any stage? Has he been banned? No, I think he, I think he's self exiled. Didn't he say he was going back to six PR or something? Yeah, seconded himself from the program. <laughs> wow. If someone says Fosters as an Australian beer, this is from Bin Chicken, they mm. should be kicked off the station for a twelve month ban. Yep, I don't wow. mind that. Yep. From the but good to see their interest. We've got we've sparked some excitement. Yep, we've like thrown it. it out there. Well, you don't think we have it any other day? No, no. But I think I've just really added something to that little. <laughs> just segment, don't you, Just don't go on his Twitter and look at it because you can you can cheat here. <laughs> I, think. Yeah, I think someone has.